Here we go, hello everybody. Did you know that I don't like coconut? I don't like to eat it. Although I do like that one Girl Scout cookie called uh, Caramel Delight, is that what it's called? And that's got caramel in it. I mean, <laughs> I think it has coconut in it, right? So maybe I don't hate coconut, I don't know. I just thought of it because I do, I put coconut oil on my lips just now. Also, I'd like to do a little product placement. This, uh, obviously, I don't get paid for any of my pro product placement. I just like to talk about the things I like. This is Herb Farm Herbal Supplement. It is peppermint spirits. It is a little drop. You get it at a Whole Foods. That's where I've gotten mine anyway. Um, Herb Farm is the company. It says system restoration gastrointestinal. Now, peppermint is known to calm the nerves. I put peppermint, peppermint in under my tongue. I do a drop under my tongue. It's very strong. If you do it in your car and somebody's riding with you, they go, whoa, girl, what'd you just do? Or if you put it on while you're at the, it, put it in your mouth while you're at the movies, everybody looks at you. It's very strong. In fact, I think it says here, you're supposed to dilute it. Shake well, yeah, it says shake well, add one squeeze of the dropper into four ounces of water. But, and it says, caution, <laughs> I never knew this. Do not take drops undiluted. Well, you know what I say to you, Herb Farm? Talk to me about what it's like to take these undiluted. It wakes you up. If you've got, if your nerves are getting all amped up over something, don't worry about it. That, that undiluted drop, I wonder why you're not supposed to. If there's any medical professional out there who'd like to tell me, let me know. You may hear a little something in my voice. Well, I developed a sinus infection this week. Uh, which is exactly what I needed while my eye is still healing, while I'm still recovering from major surgery, while a whole bunch of things are going on, and now I also have a sinus infection. But you know what? I don't really care. Once again, I'm tough. I can handle it. It just threw me off my game. My game being that I just finished a big drawing. Hey, everybody, if you live in Los Angeles, this big drawing, which is unlike any drawing I've ever made in the history of my 41 years of making drawings, well, I haven't been making drawings for 41 years. I have, how early do kids grab a hold of a pencil or a crayon and start making drawings? Whatever that age is, that's when I did it. And I took to it well, and that's all I ever wanted to do. I can tell you that whole story when you take me out for french fries. But um, anyway, yeah, it felt good. I mean, I started this drawing before my left eye went bad, and I finished it the other day. So... It was a, it was a long, it took me a long time. It's a very strange, exciting drawing for me. So it'll be um, opening here. Let me check the date at Steve Turner Gallery, which is a gallery everybody loves here in Los Angeles. And the opening is going to be July something. I don't know. Sometime in the 20, 20, 21st, July 21st, Saturday. So be there. I'll be there. I love to hug you. I love to talk to you about my drawings. There's, there's a lot of secret things in this drawing. Like a lot of, there's even words in this drawing, believe it or not. So you may hate it. You may like it. I don't know. And if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you've seen images of it up in my stories. I've even, whatever you do when you leave one of your stories up. So R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. That's where I am. That's where you can see drawings of these horses where it's like my horse and my buffalo versus Picasso's horse and a minotaur by Picasso. And he wins. No, I win because it's my drawing. Okay, you guys want to know what I'm dying to do? 
right now I have some personal writing I need to do and I want to go to a 90s coffee shop. I don't even know if they exist anymore, but you know the ones that are like just basically kind of shitty. Uh, I don't want, well, comfortable. They're not shitty, they're comfortable. Like with old thrift store couches and chairs that look like they have stains on them and all of that. And they have, you know, rickety bookcases full of dumb books and their coffee mugs are all mismatched. And there's some old rugs on the floor and maybe people are even friendly. You know, the nearest coffee shop to me, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's a, it's a fancy one. And it's, it feels almost industrial and it's cold and it is annoying. And the people who go there are annoying. And I don't feel like what I would need to do, hard chair, you know what I mean by hard chairs? I mean, chairs normally are a little bit hard, but in restaurants and public spaces, but I want to get a, I want to be somewhere cozy. Where do I go? Hey, Los Angeles, if you happen to know where I can go to get cozy and write and read by myself and get a little peace away from my home where all I do is work and do taxes and stress myself out, I would love to know where that is. So hit me back if anyone knows of a 90s coffee shop um, without needing to time travel. Uh, let's see. Oh, quick question from the listeners. I remember last, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, I was talking about my biggest fear, which is throwing up. I can't remember if any of you guys contacted me or David and said you wanted to hear the story about how I became an artist because of the fact that I threw up in a Godfather's Pizza in Omaha. If anyone wants to know that story, you're going to have to reach out via Twitter or Instagram in the comments, not in the private messages. I, I just don't have the energy or the space to get into private messages right now because I, I just don't. I'm just... <laughs> I'm suffering in a in a few ways right now. I need everyone to just let just be nice to me because I I can barely do anything. Honestly, me hitting record right now was as difficult as if I were to try to climb the Empire State Building. So anyway, but the question I received from a few was, "Hey, you talked about you said oh my biggest fear is after I was talking about that guy urinating in my alleyway." And then I skipped ahead to another fear. Well, the fear that I forgot to mention was I have a pretty major fear of stepping in other human beings' urine. I don't mind stepping in dogs' urine. I don't look to do it for fun or anything. I try to avoid it on the, on the roadsides, on the pathways that I walk down, um, <laughs> sidewalks, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I, oh, human urine ends up on the floors of public restrooms. It just does, and I see it. And most of the time, it's in an area where you cannot avoid but to stand on it if you need to go to the bathroom. So that happens to me and you often. And I one time had a complete mental breakdown as a result of it. It was um, in Huntsville, Texas, after a long journey on an airplane and then to another uh, car and then all the way down from Dallas to Houston. And I stepped in urine with, with, um, sandals on and it got not only on my sandals, but on my bare human skin feet. It got on my skin is what I'm trying to say. And I ran out. I think I may have been crying. I don't know what I was doing. And I 
took those things off and I threw them in the trash can dramatically in the public trash can where everybody was enjoying their picnic lunches or whatever. And then I ran over and I tried to find some kind of damp grass and I rubbed my feet in the grass real hard and um, tried to get dirt on them. I was like, any, I want dirt. I don't want urine. I want dirt on my feet. Okay, you know what? It's eight minutes. I didn't even, I didn't even think I had anything to say, but clearly I do. Um, I wish I could get an answer right now about a 90s coffee shop because as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to a coffee shop and I don't want to go to the fancy coffee shop. I want to go to a bad one. Um, and don't worry, I still only drink um, decaffeinated coffee. Okay, so let me find something to read. I've got a lot of options for you today. Hold on one second. Okay, uh, you guys know Mark Strand is probably my all-time favorite. This is from Almost Invisible, um, which is from Knopf, Alfred Knopf. I don't know. Let's see what year this was. I'm gonna. It's 2012. I'm going to put a link in the description of the podcast as usual so you know exactly where you can buy it, and I recommend you do. This is a beautiful book. Um, and this one is a sad... It's a sad one. It's a beautiful one, and it feels right this week. This is Hermetic Melancholy. Let's say that night has come and the wind has died down and the blue-green trees have turned to gray and the ice mountains, slick under the scarred face of the moon, are like ghosts, motionless in the distance. And the moon's weak light streams into the room where you sit at a table, staring into a glass of whiskey, and where you have been so long that the night, so still, so stark, has become not only your day, but the whole of your life. And let's say that while you are there, the sun, the actual sun, has risen, and it occurs to you that what you made of the night was only a possibility, a painless, rarefied form of despair that could lead, if continued, to an unwanted conclusion. And you realize that the words you chose were not the right words. You were never the person they suggested you were. Now let's say that there is a loaded gun in the house and you toy with the idea of using it and say, go ahead, shoot yourself. But here too, the words are not right. So as you have often done, you revise them before it's too late. Okay. All right. That's Mark Strand. I'm Robin O'Neill. These are my peppermint spirits in my mouth. These are my shoes probably with a hint of urine from a public restroom at some point. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Wash our, sh- wash our shoes off in bleach at the end every time you come home? I mean, that's an idea, I guess. You could have a bleach bath waiting for you. I bet there are people out there who do, like real serious, uh, the people really fearful of germs. I mean, I, I, can human urine do anything to you? I don't, I don't think so. Does that mean I want it around? Am I very careful about not getting my shoes on the bottoms of my jeans when I cross my legs and stuff? Yes, I am. Because I don't want the urine on my pants. It's already on my shoes. I don't want to... Do I touch the bottom of my shoes? No. Um, What's a bigger problem? My fear of um, somebody else's pubic hair getting stuck to my face? (laughs) Or or urine being on my shoe? Uh actually urine being on the bottom of my shoe. And if any of you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a whole story with the pubic hair on my face. Um, 
It's not what you think. It has to do with nudity and how I don't understand people who sleep in the nude because I always think you're going to get pubic hair on your face. Anyway, that's what I think. This is the end of me reading stuff. Sorry I'm a day late, by the way. I Honestly, I can't get my act together. Can I just be honest about that and just tell you guys? I can't get my act together. I am working around the clock. I am working long hours. I am supposed to be getting more sleep than ever to recover from my surgery, but I don't do that. All I do is work and I get nothing done somehow, except I did get this drawing done finally. All right, I'm gonna stop complaining. I'm really, you know what? I'm in better spirits than I sound. How do I sound? You guys let me know on a scale of one to 10, how pleased with life do I sound right now? Cause actually, although I got my concerns, right now I'm about 7.5 pleased with life. Can you believe it? All right, I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Take good care of yourselves. Revise the plan if it's a dire one, as Mark Strand said in the poem. I love you very much and good night. <laughs>